and then join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Madden. With the more beautiful Christina Madden. Hey, I've been getting compliments all day. Like if they've you, been compliments for from me though. If, I just keep giving you compliments all the time. Are, Does is that it really only, is it only from you? Or are you sure? I'm just kidding. Well, who else has <laughs> been giving you compliments? <laughs> I don't know. Hey guys, we come to you each week showing you, right? How to get the job and money you deserve. And sometimes we help you out if you're running a business as well, right? on trends, predictions, like what do you need to do to attract and hire the right talent? And what really upsets candidates? We got some great stuff for you today. But first, hey, we go, let me take a breath. Well, okay. first, go ahead. First, Well, I got to do the introduction to tell people that we go live inside the exec executive career network every single week, right? All 13,000 of us. So if you're, it's of course, what is the executive career network? The it's fastest, fastest and largest executive career network online with over 8,000. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. Let me It's almost 13,000. 12,300. 12, okay, we're approaching members. 13, And guess what, guys? I'm not using I'm not using a robot to go out and traipse. You know what? Let me make sure I'm getting up here. I always love if you guys tell us our audio is great too. If you drop it in the comments. But we do not use a robot to go traipsing the internet for members in this group, which a lot of people do. So I just bring this up. Like when you see that number, these are real people. These are not guys, I wish I, I wish I could like share the screen and show you how many active requests I have right now. People just all over the world that want to join this network to connect and collaborate, talk about open jobs, um, problems that they're having, you know, it's Leadership amazing. Leadership and development, best practices. So our number one, you know, management. free resource uh, and the art of salary negotiation Mm -hmm. And hey, we stream obviously to our friends over on LinkedIn and Twitter. No, not Twitter. Oh, Raquel, we need to stream to Twitter. What are we doing? We have not been okay. Drop it in the comments if you you're guys on Twitter. Yeah, if you're on Twitter, if you're utilizing Twitter, or if you would watch us on, on Twitter. Twitter, you want to see us on Twitter. Let the me reason know. that because off topic, real quick. Because that's where Tucker Carlson always posts his stuff. So that's why I'm going over there now. But that's a whole Whoa. different thing. So, hey, we also upload to everywhere on the internet. <laughs> Spotify, you could be listening to us. Google Podcasts, iTunes. No, not iTunes. Apple. Hey, we appreciate your support. So do us a favor. If you get a golden nugget today, which I know you will, leave us a review over there. Because we just got our 2024. No, 2023. Wow. 2023 analytics from Spotify who sent us this nice Spotify rap, uh, it's called a rap, W-R-A-P, which says, hey, we are trying to be one of the largest provider of career, you know, advice to trying you online. To, trying to be, we are. Well, for the numbers, right? So we, <laughs> I, we, uh, we are a top 100 podcast right now in America. We're like a top 50 podcast in Mexico and Europe. So you, anybody can find you online. So we appreciate your support. So, hey, share this with a friend, family member, business colleague, text it. DM them on Instagram. We appreciate everyone's support. And if you could leave us a review over there on one of those sites, we would 
we would really appreciate you. Christina has some updates and then I'll kick us off and get us started. What do you got for us, Christina? Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys, like I told our team on our team meeting a few minutes ago. So if you're on my team, you're going to be like, oh gosh, Christina, here she goes. But I think we can all agree for the most part, even if you're really, really good at boundaries in your life, December and the holidays can be like a really hectic time. And then we will jump into the topic, by the way, guys, which is the future of executive hiring. So stick around for a second here. But um, the holidays, guys, we're under a lot of pressure, okay, in general out. There's always been like that. Mm -hmm. You're pressured to spend a lot of money, to keep up with the Joneses, who's buying what. You've just came off Black Friday. If you have kids, you know they're not asking for Barbies anymore. We're talking about iPads and PlayStation 4. I had a driver taking computer. me to the airport the other day, and I'm like, what do your kids want? Um, I really like this particular guy, you know, so we're talking about the kids and everything. New 1300 Oh, iPhone. no. No, no, no. They right. want to go stay on the beach in Miami for a in a resort for two weeks. I'm like, who, who are these kids? <laughs> no, I, so, it, hang on. So, I understand that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And even if you're not putting financial pressure on yourself, we know we got to entertain the family. We might have to pick up our remote offices and travel and the hustle and bustle of everything. Mm -hmm. And if that sounds like something you're going through, we all know that that chaotic energy can just rip the joy right out of the, you know, holiday season. So I just wanted to be sort of a voice of reason here. It's been kind of on my heart to just take a moment when you feel that chaotic energy rise, um, in pressure on yourself, especially if you're a perfectionist like me, like, oh my gosh, you should see the house and the tree. And wow. Um, looks like it's out of better homes and gardens. Like I said, we could win an award. So if you know how to submit something, <laughs> like we have the perfect amount of, what are they called? Ornaments. Ornaments. Perfect amount. Perfect amount. Like on every, okay, go ahead. Give yourself, when you feel this happening, give yourself a moment to pause. Okay. Cause when you're, you know, if you've read my book or followed me for any time, or you're part of the program, you know, that I talk a lot about thoughts, emotions, and actions. And when you're in this like high emotional state or emotionally charged state, or really just beating yourself up, um, we know the, the quality of our thoughts and the quality of our outcomes in life, uh, you know, aren't so great. And the, the quality of your outcomes in your job search specifically will suffer in your job performance. So if you're going into a new role in the holiday season and stress is heightened, I'm, I'm just here to tell you this, this is a whole podcast episode. This is a really important topic. I, I'm thinking yeah. that maybe next week will be how to manage yeah. the holiday season yep. during a job search. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, if you are somebody who believes no one is hiring during the holiday season, please go back to our podcast episode from two weeks ago on how to really navigate the end of the year and how you can be really strategic about how to position yourself um going into the end of the year so, so that thank is you my... susan and matt for tuning in and thanks for the updates christina mm -hmm. you got any more yeah i did i had something here what, what was oh and then when it comes to the holiday season define really what's define what's most important to you and your goals and determine your actions uh based on that please please guys yeah a lot of people are stressed right now stress is a freaking killer guys but hey like i just told some people I was talking to this morning. Here's the good news about life. Here's the good news about corporate America. Most of the time, right, is, and then we'll get started. Leadership during the holidays, guys. Tune in next week. That's going to be the topic. Yep. Okay, let's get started. Otherwise, we are the <laughs> king of tangents, okay? But I was going to say, hey, you are the problem and the solution, right? Do not allow stress to come to you. But hey, hold another topic. As always, hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Episode 109, the future of executive 
hiring mm -hmm. trends and predictions for 2024. All right. Hey, what I first want to get started off with, because we got some great data for you here, is social recruiting. I talk to the clients about this all the time. So if you are tuning in today, hey, you are going to hear me repeat myself. But that's a good thing. Because typically, <laughs> hey, as humans, we have to hear the same thing a hundred times before we actually take action. So here it is. Social recruiting. Recruiting with, uh-oh, I'm not going to say the name because we're streaming to the platform. Recruiting with X is old news. So we're not going to say that name. But recruiters are broadening their scope of work. He's talking about job boards, guys. Like generally job boards. That's what yeah, job about. boards. Yep. So recruiters are broadening their scope and looking beyond job boards. As I have tried to tell you before, 78% of recruiters, of headhunters, of staffing agencies, of headhunting agencies, 78% are finding candidates online, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc., finding them on social media. So who are they finding? They are finding people that are talking about what they do. You have to get known. That's what I tell the clients, right? You have to get known. And if you're on LinkedIn and no one knows you and you're the most, you could be the most phenomenal CRO, sales executive, high performer, CFO, CTO, CEO, director of XYZ. If no one knows you, okay, it's really hard to get hired and it's going to be really hard to get hired in 2024. And if you know, if, excuse me, goodness, if you are still shocked by this, I, you know, I'd be really surprised. We've been doing this a long time, right? And people, it's been very hard to get people to understand this. I'm just going to say, it. like, it's very hard for people to evolve and start to understand, wow, you're right. Like, this is not available on job boards. But now you guys see it. You guys are absorbing all this information. You're in the algorithms. You're on LinkedIn. Like, you see it. So what you're seeing you have to be doing, right? And the probably reason that you're not is just lack of strategy and planning. So, mm -hmm. but most of the time, it's not even about the strategy. It's just do it. When you first start, not going off topic, I'm going to write a book one day. Don't take this. It's going to be start, then optimize. Start, then optimize. It's just the same thing with working out. I don't know what to do. Hey, just get started, right? Do some push ups. Do you know how to do push ups? Do you know how to get out and walk? Do you know how to ride a bike? Guess what? You are working out. But everyone thinks they need the most magical plan to start. The same thing with getting known in your market, especially on LinkedIn, because let's be honest, we have directors, VPs, and executives tuning in to this podcast right now, okay, online. So we know you're on LinkedIn. We absolutely know you're on LinkedIn. And we know people scroll LinkedIn every single day because they're looking for, hey, did this recruiter post something? Did this company say something? They stay connected to their network. So if I'm a sales leader on LinkedIn, I want to share how I built successful teams. I want to share how I've overcome a low show up rate. Okay. I want to talk about why detailed reporting is so important. You don't think any CEO, CROs, are that that's on their mind right now. So a part of getting known is just creating content, create it and they will come. Do, do we have a free download, we do. download for this? We need to, Christy, help me out. We need to make this a downloadable asset somewhere. And if we do have that, the LinkedIn content strategy, Christy, if you could post that somewhere, we would, re we would really appreciate it. But hey, just, I know we have a lot of stuff we have, we have to cover today. I just want to say, you have to get known. 
you have to create content, especially. How would we be reaching these guys? We wouldn't. You know, you guys want to know that smart. You guys want to understand. You guys want to know that we understand about 2024's hiring trends, right? So that's why we're here talking about it. And you know, sales, right? Or marketing, or finance, or whatever it is, right? Or education. And it seems like common sense. Like this seems like a common sense thing, but sometimes we need just really reminded over and over again. And this does not have to be like Tim is saying, just to reiterate this, like some magical, big, fancy, schmancy thing. This could be, I mean, guys, a two or three sentence post at this point would move you more in the right direction than doing nothing. Because when somebody lands on your profile, just like if you land on our website, I need to make sure that you have a safe, like a soft, not a safe, a soft place to land to be entertained, engaged, and educated on what I know about. So if you guys were making a decision, let's say you're, let's say you are the decision maker, just to spin this another way for you, it might land for you differently. Like who would you pick? Somebody who's not posted anything and doesn't seem interesting or educated or engaging? No, 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 no. I, got, or, I got it better yet. No, I know. I want you to talk about number two, but I want to talk about number one first. Number one is really, do you want to pick someone that you have no idea who they are from a job board where they've applied right. online, you have 300 people. So do you want to hire someone kind of like that who kind of maybe has a good resume? Or what about number two, Christina? <clears throat> Landing on a profile of somebody that seems really actively engaged and relevant mm -hmm. in their industry. And let me be clear as well, you know, these you're not in these roles forever. I think everybody has a pretty good understanding that now I don't want to go too far off in this, but if you're only staying in a role for two to three years for a multitude of reasons, whether it's not a great fit, you've maxed your earning potential, or you're just not happy anymore, or there's been a reduction in force, where are you going to go in that moment? Like you need connections on LinkedIn and people that follow you and are engaged with you. So th this, this is a holistic view of your career in general. So the average person, by the way, the average top performer, top performers, okay, the people that are in business doing extremely well on average, if you don't know this, at the top companies in the United States, Facebooks, Netflixes, et cetera, do you know how they actually, on average, stay at that organization for 1.7 years? Oh, wow. See, it's, it went down years. because That's about a year stats. ago, that was around two years. Mm-hmm. Think it was so moving on because we could talk. This is a, this is a whole a, a whole segment. So hey, and if you're not promoting you, who is? Like I always exactly. go back to that. My brother was so, making a joke last night to me because I had a rap song produced about me and my achievements. I'm like, yeah, I did. I'm like, because who else is going to make a rap song about me? That song gets me pumped up. Like you need a brand. You need a brand. Oh, thank you, Christy, for dropping. It's in the Facebook group and on LinkedIn. Hey, if you're tuning into Spotify or Apple Podcasts or somewhere else online, do me a favor, email Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E at execupgrades.com for your free LinkedIn content strategy guide. Hey, so if you're a company, Get your recruiters, okay, to spend a little bit of time on LinkedIn and Twitter and the other social platforms, okay? Develop some type of training program for how to attract those people. Job boards, I'm telling you, no one likes them. <laughs> Companies don't like them. A bunch of people apply that aren't qualified. Candidates don't like them because there's just too many candidates. It's a mess. Social recruiting is the way to go. Okay. And if you don't believe us, you just get on there and apply for a few, you know? Yeah. Number two, remote work. At least a hybrid or in-person and remote work is here to stay. This year, we're further loosen 
boundaries on hiring polls with more than a third of companies saying they're willing to hire remote workers from anyone in the world. 60% of candidates want flexibility in when they work and where they work. Huge shocker. You guys don't want to know my thoughts on this. <laughs> but hey, that is with all the masses. Hey, another one. In 2024, more automation, more automation. Where is the video technology stuff that I got? Hold on. Oh, yeah, here it is. 2024, recruiters and companies are going to start to continually automate more traditional hiring processes. Here's what that means. There's not going to be as many phone screens. Okay. And initial interviews. One thing, lots of big companies, and we already do this because we ahead of the curve. We use that's what happens when you marry a recruiter. We use video technology for, for talent, right? So it, Hey, I know a lot of you executives out there don't like it when you have to hop on a video and some questions pop up. Right. But here's the reality. Everyone is so busy. Because sometimes you've been at the executive hiring thing, you know, okay, we got to get the CPO, we got to get the CMO, the CRO, you know, all these people together to make this decision. And it's so difficult. That's why hiring takes forever, right? With the implementation of video technology, while, hey, if you're a candidate, you're going to have to get over this, right? You're going to have to, it speeds up the hiring process. And here's some stats for you. Companies are utilizing this now because they're seeing an increase of 6x in time to hire, which means they're seeing what they are hiring six faster. times faster. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing you meet with the recruiter, you meet with the HR, you meet with the hiring manager, you meet with the boss. You yeah. know, it's like all these things. And it's like we got to revolve around all these calendars when really it could be hey, these are the questions that are important. We're going to send it to the candidate. The candidate's going to have a chance to answer them. And hey, if you fumble, it's okay. They're already just, dreading this. Just It's okay. Just restart it. Hey, we're all on Zoom anyway. Y'all want to work re remote anyway because it says, so hey, what's the difference, right? But the reality is this. It's going to speed up the hiring process. So you have because to use that thought. You By the way, like I just already know you guys are getting mm -hmm. all worked up about this and it's all weird and awkward, which by the way, you have to, repetitions is the only way that, the only thing yeah. that's going to help you. But that you have to use the thought. This it's going to make this process go faster. This will make the process you go want, faster. Yes. So when, if you're at your company right now, do me a favor, look into some video interviewing technology. Cause here's what you can do. You can put the questions, the candidate can actually have time to review it. And then your first line supervisor can say, Hey, I like this person, Tim Madden, take a look at this. Hey, I like the way they did it too. Or hey, immediately. You, no. Yeah. Or yeah. Or <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we try to be politically correct, but hey, we also keep it real here, right? Exactly. Hey, immediately know what are you doing? Why are you in a dark closet? Why are you in a ratty so t-shirt? So now you're not looking at a resume, just wondering. Now yeah. you get to see real time. What is this person? Exactly. Selling? How many of you have interviewed someone with a great resume and you get off that call and say, that is not that person. And how many times the best people I've hired had what? Christina, try to guess. A horrible resume. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, here. that makes sense. So, hey, video technology is coming. We already implemented. Why? We are on a mission to help people. Therefore, we need great people to do that. And we don't have a million years to find them and go through some 10-week, six-interview process, right? So make it easier on your teams. And a lot of companies are going to that. A lot of companies. Virtual recruiting. Some 70% of companies say that recruiting and onboarding is at least half virtual already. And are you ready? 10% of companies 
right now are fully virtual through the hiring process. And Nabil, thank you for the comment. Nabil says, we all need to see LinkedIn profiles, pages, groups, newsletters as online spaces where our audience potentially exists. Absolutely. If you don't think you executives are outside of LinkedIn, I know that's not correct. Do you know why? Because here at Executive Crew Upgrades, we run advertising all over the internet to include YouTube, to include, I know you guys are on TikTok because you opt in and see our ads on TikTok and schedule a call with us. You over there on Instagram as well, and you over there on Facebook. So just think about this. Follow us on Instagram, Coach Tim Madden and Coach Christina Madden, <laughs> yeah. Christina with Shameless a K. Plug. Because you might be listening to this sometimes and be wondering like, wow, I want to hear their everyday tips and tricks. Well, we do our um, Instagram and Facebook stories where you're, you, you hear us kind of live, uh, real time talking about things all day. Um, all things career. So be sure to hop on over there, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channels. Hey, and like, this is me. This is me doing what it's I'm free. telling you to do. Any, like, the, Get exactly. over there, get plugged in. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Two things. Let's I want to do two things this. and you have, well, I want to talk about this and maybe you can expand on this, but here's the reality. There's a lot of problems going on in this country, ladies and gentlemen, that is affecting the average person's mental health. One of the areas in focus for both potential employee and employer is mental health. About half of recruiters are saying job seekers are asking about mental health benefits more frequently. I'm sorry. I Yeah, it's important. Mental health is important. Listen, half of these podcast episodes are about how to manage your thoughts, emotions, and actions, how to um, you know manage boundaries in your life. We talk a lot about, did I just say this, work life balance, how to use your career to reach your personal, professional, financial goals. So we understand when I use the word holistic, that's what I mean. Looking at your career and life as a whole, how it works together to support your best mental and physical state through meeting personal and professional financial goals. Um, however, I would venture to say that there's, can I say it? No, probably not. Things are getting a little soft out there, guys. It is. Yeah. I mean, think about it. <clears throat> well, no, I have it. I was talking to Robert, who's our SVP of client success. We both served in the military for a long time. Robert's still in serving part-time in the Florida National Guard. And he said he has a friend who is a lieutenant colonel of Army Special Forces. And he is saying that the attrition rate to pass SF school is a lot of people are quitting to where they're running into people who, you know, actually think they have what it takes to be special forces, but like no one's making it through the school comparatively to, you know, those who joined in the 2000s, right? So, hey, it it is what it is. But hey, we can only do what we can do for ourselves, right? And then be the leader for the next stage of leaders who are going to take over corporate America. Let's move into benefits real quick. Of course, medical and dental remain the most desired benefits among employers. However, many job seekers are looking beyond standard medical and dental coverage. Roughly half of employees want more for from employers, such as retirement, work-life balance, other types of benefits, other types of incentives. So employers, listen up right? Medical and dental is nice, but lots of people want a lot more incentives besides that. And if you are trying to recruit competitive talent in the competitive job market, you may need to differentiate, 
di differentiate, I can't say the word, yourself a little bit in 2024? Let's talk about, I have a question for you, Tim. Uh, what are people even, so it says people want more and more support. And I think this is the most notes we've ever had for a specific topic because it's just such a big topic. But um, people want more and more support specifically from their employers to save for retirement. How is that being negotiated like in today's market, like in our recent offers with our clients? I don't even know. Like how do employers contribute? I mean, I get it. Like basic 401k matches and all that. But like how would you negotiate more or ask for more? And what are people getting with this? Well, it depends. If you're at the director, VP, and executive level, right? They're getting stocks, RSUs, right? They're getting profit sharing, right? And lots of the top companies offer this already. So it's basically, you know, we see a lot of offers here at Executive Group Upgrades. Every big company is going to have basically everything that is becoming a standard in 2024. If you're a mid-sized company, hey, and you haven't gone public or, or something yet or have, you know, stocks or equity, et cetera, to give people, you have to figure that out, right? Because here's the thing. We don't give retirement plans anymore. This isn't 1970 where you're going to work in a coal factory for 20 years and then you're going to have retirement for the rest of your life. You know, I think it's something like of the- Just guy with TRICARE. No, <laughs> of the millions of companies out there in America, less than 20% even after offer like retirement type benefits, right? So what does it, and think about this, employees are leaving every two years or three years for companies. So with that being said, hey, how can you retain top talent? If you're a mid or a small size company, that may come in the form of, you probably should develop a profit sharing program. Mm -hmm. You should probably give people, well, there's a million things. Professional yeah. development opportunities. You should probably show them, hey, I know you're here now. You should probably learn about what types of goals they have, Christina. Yes, with the PPF goal setting session. And, and by the way, PPFs? personal, professional, and financial goal setting. And just, just circle back to this for a second. So making sure you're prepared for the future, by the way, is a huge mental health benefit, in my opinion, right? Like if you're not, that's going to cause anxiety. And I want to just circle back for a second to say, I am a mental health advocate. That's what my entire book is about. If you can't see me, I'm holding it. The Fearless Executive is all about managing anxiety and depression that stems from a very toxic workplace. Like I get it. I get it. But now you have to, put, if you want access to these benefits from some of the best companies in the world, guess what? You have to be the best candidate, which goes back then to branding and all of that, because how are you going to position yourself to negotiate more and more and get really what you want, um, you know, at the end of this, when you get the offers and, you know, well, it starts with, you know, that's mm -hmm. why we have another product coming out in Q1, which is around how do you put systems in place? So you can actually attract great people. The problem is most of you out there trying to attract the great people. You haven't clearly defined what that person is. You aren't clear on your goals. You aren't clear on the path to success. And then you're wondering, and you don't have a competitive like offer or environment. And you're wondering why you can't hire all these great people. Well, that's your problem. So that's one of our missions of 2024 is developing products and services here more on the corporate side, right? Of how to attract the top talent. Like what specifically do you need in place? It's not just the salary. Hey, you're paying someone 100K, 200K, 300K. It's far beyond that, right? So how do we bring great people in? And then how do we, you know, retain those great people? Stay tuned for that. It's coming. It's being developed right now. You are welcome. <laughs>
Amazing. Um, what I wanted to talk about specifically yeah, that interested me, and I wanted to get Tim's feedback oh, on this. Oh, we didn't say this before we got started. I'm sorry. Hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com, bachelor's podcast. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Is data-driven decision-making in 2024. Data, so data, data. as it relates to hiring using predictive analytics, so companies may be increasingly leveraging data analytics and AI to predict executive success based on historical performance data and the use of behavioral um, assess assessments such as psychometric and behavioral assessments. Disc assessment. And do, do you know what? When I was younger in my recruiting career, I hated assessments. And I thought they were complete BS. Well, they're time-consuming too. They're time-consuming. I thought they were complete BS. I was not sold on them. They hurt me more than they helped me when I was recruiting candidates. But now, more seasoned professional, right? They are extremely vital. They are extremely vital. Because here's why. It's a data point, right? If you have everyone go through the same event, then you can actually predict stuff. But if you're sending everyone through not the same event, through they're interviewing with this person and this person who's asking them with different questions, hey, what do you know? You don't have pre predictable success. That's why most people struggle to hire good people. They do not have a process. And I just mean a hiring process, let alone everything else that actually goes into attracting those great people. Without going too much into the R3 assessment, which is the one that we now really like through our mentor, give give like a high level view on what you were telling me about yesterday with like, okay, bringing in all the different personality types into one meeting. Yes. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, we take an R, it's a style of the disc assessments called the R3 by Cardone Ventures. You can go to cardoneventures.com to my man brand. Man, we'd Natalie. be plugging them a lot. They amazing. We sent them. We we need to get a referral coupon code. <laughs> I feel. Uh, I think there is an affiliate uh, for the um a R3. referral code. No, but hey, it, you know, in our portal, we're having. You know, I haven't put this out. So, team, if you're listening to this, we are redoing the R3. It's been updated, and here's what happens. It says, hey, if you once everyone completes their disc assessment, how how the would R3 you, assessment yeah, or the how, disc? It's yeah. How would you like to do this? Hey, we're gonna hold a meeting with Tim Madden and Christina Madden. And this person from our team and this person from my team. And we can actually go into the system and say, click, 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 click. They've all taken the assessment before. And it's going to say, hey, to get the most benefit out of this meeting, here's what we recommend doing. Here's what we don't recommend doing. And it's literally, it's how to run effective meetings based on who's in the meeting. I'm like, this is genius. It's genius. Why don't we do this for when you and I do our one-on-one -on -one meetings? Wow. <laughs> groundbreaking right well, there because you haven't taken the new r3 that's I'm true. waiting on you that's true but guys so like we but we can all agree that the outcomes of every meeting particularly if you're working for like a fortune 500 company and you have big targets and like you better be doing a great job the outcomes of every single meeting are so vital and we can all agree that we've sat in on some meetings that are just very ineffective 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 um, it's really easy to quickly get off topic and you're not getting to the, the, to the objective of it all. So just like our interviews, like the outcomes matter. Uh, so this is, this is a great tool. So just be looking for this coming up next year. It already has been a big deal, but for sure, this is what's showing, um, in research right now that these are for sure going to be we used live in the land of data. We live in the land of where we know processes are important. And we can either resist it or we can be like, hey, Leverage like it. get excited because 
Again, you get to waste less time on small talk. You get to waste less time with emotional exhaustion um, on all of this. And so again, like when we go back to data-driven, and listen, this is not perfect. I can't even sit here and honestly tell you that we are crushing every single day. Uh, not We're chipping away at it every day. Yes. Like I, I get... I can get very angry, upset, emotional, just like the next person. So can this guy. Don't let him tell you any different. But the more and more you can rely on this side of things and the less you have to experience with that. And with that comes more joy in your career and your life. So really, it's a there's more freedom in this. you know. Mm -hmm. And that goes into culture, right? Whether you're going after this is I said this a couple weeks ago, but it's worth revisiting. If you're approaching a job search right now, forget like what you're targeting, forget how much money you want to make. You need to clearly identify, hey, where is some place you would like to work? And I'm not talking about a company name. What does that company stand for? Do they contribute to the environment, right? Do they make the world a better place? Does it help people succeed in one area of, of their life? Like when you are with a company where you have a mutual goal alignment, you are therefore going to be extremely more successful. And companies in general, I think, doing a, do a really bad job, right? in talking about their mission vision cultures because think about this look at all the big companies some someone help me out i don't know google's vision i don't know ibm's vision i don't know their values i don't know facebook's i don't know twitter's i don't know i honestly can you think of where you know the mission of of one company I, only wait, one only apple only okay. one and it's little spoons which is our meal Go prep ahead. delivery service um for my son but guess what guess why i know that yeah. well a they marketed to me really well and b i actually care because i want really um, good quality food organic food so their mission and i i'm not going to know it verbatim but it's to deliver xyz amount of plates to xyz children um organic high quality farm like Boom. forgive me but yeah. so i know that's what they Stand you for. know, stand for. And then yep. their core values are like wellness, health, education, like, and it's all about the kids. And I just, I've looked at that repeatedly and I've actually helped a couple of our clients, um, target roles there. One went on to actually start her own meal prep company. Super cool. But that's awesome. Yeah. We don't have a lot of that. Right. So, <clears throat> so that's important to you. Mm -hmm. That's resonating with you. Right. But think about this. We're doing a bad job. There was just a, a month ago, a CEO was on doing an interview. It was like a live thing. And the person asked him, what's the mission of the company? And he was like, uh, hey, Cheryl, come bring me. That's yeah, rough. That's rough. Imagine this. The way I explained it to the team like last week, I was like, imagine going to, well, I'm always military, right? Imagine going to a battle, not even knowing. Like, why are we here, man? Why are we going into these woods? Why are we taking this equipment? Why, why are we doing anything? Who wants to work at a place where you're like, we don't have a mission and why are we doing anything? That sounds like the worst place to work ever. I know it might How seem like- How could you be motivated and inspired to work there? It might seem like Tim and I are on some remote island home office somewhere, but we're actually not. We have a headquarter location in Southwest Florida and in that headquarter location, listen, we fly team members in, but most of the time it's just Tim and I and a couple of people. We have a large remote team all over the country and the world, but- I, I, I'm just bringing us back here to the fact that we have plaques everywhere on the wall that the have our core values. Well, yes, yes, we have a lot the of the we uh, core values, success stations. stories down the hallways, but we have um, 
our mission, our core values, our favorite achievements. We have like the Inc. 5000 sign. We have our brand everywhere because, it, and that's that's just us doing that for our own environment, for for us, you know. And we own the company because you need that reminder. Culture. Mm -hmm. culture. Culture, culture. I mean, look back here. If you guys are watching, it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> so let's kind of recap what we talked about so far. Get known online. Step one, just worry about getting known. Step two, make a decision to get known. Hey, start creating content on LinkedIn about your specialty, what value you can add, things you've overcome in your life. You know, one of my mentors, right, says, how are you going to go through things in life? Meaning maybe you've had to, you know, climb the ropes and the ladder of whether it be sales, marketing, finance or whatever. How are you going to climb this ladder and not share with other people that are on the same ladder how you've achieved it or your expertise to a company that's looking for your expertise? Like, man, that's that's really selfish, right? How can you get better as an entire world? as corporate America, if we don't learn from other people, like it's impossible, right? So if you're a director of VP or an executive, share what you know online. I assure you, it will serve you well. Plus 78% of recruiters are looking for that. Number two, it's no surprise. Almost everyone wants to work remote. Number three, video technology will potentially 6x the time to hire. Why you might, while you might not like it as an executive, here's what I do like, getting hired six times faster and not relying on, you, you know, just taking forever. Just this, <clears throat> creating a good culture and knowing the culture you want to do. Hey, it's becoming more vital. It, it just is. It is, it is. We talked about benefits. Um, if you want more benefits, do all the things he just said. Chatbot. Oh, we talked about AI, how, you know, we, you can leverage the, just is right. It's going to be with behavioral assessments. They're going to become you more think it, predominant. It can, actually, it can actually predict based on your past achievements and past performance on if you will be able to effectively even do the job. We spoke about benefits. One thing we didn't talk about, which people are using now, some of the large companies is they're using chatbots. They're using chatbots on their website and it's being used in the recruitment process to help convert more applicants and increase the number of leads because some of the big companies out there are putting chatbots, right? So you can ask the chatbot anything. So how would it be going to, you know, uh, you know, someone's website, right? A larger company saying, Hey, what's it like to work here? What's the mission here? How many employees do you have? What's a typical day in the life of this? And guess what? Artificial intelligence has already pulled all of that data from the company because they have data in place. So a candidate, guess what? Can have a lot of questions answered besides just what do most people do? What's the mission and the vision and the values of the company on the website, even though no one knows them in the company? All right, I'm ready for an interview, right? So, hey, there's going to be these cool new AI chatbots that are popping up more that I think is pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. You can go there you and can utilize, help, help prepare for an interview. Then you can utilize ChatGPT on how to better respond to the chatbot and also to determine exactly what to ask because like the, you know the quality of your questions determine the quality of your outcomes right so um and that goes with anything be ready to be able to communicate at a higher level faster more people are recruiting globally we did that too we've made some global hires this year as well so that's one of the other ones the remote and global talent pool more people are bringing in global people for American-based companies be due to special skills or just a bigger talent pool. So now job seekers, woo, woo, 
You not only competing with Tampa, Florida, if you live in Tampa, Florida, you competing with the whole United States. And now, hey, sorry to tell you, uh, in some positions, you know, especially upper leadership roles, you're competing with the whole world. So, but guess what? That guess what? The time to get you done. can flip that and also think, wow, I don't even have to target only American companies. I can actually target the whole world and AI. We people do that too. A personal brand, by the way, and AI uh, is one of the only ways to do that. Yeah. So if you don't Meaning know this connecting. here at Exec Upgrades, we've placed people in, well, we're primarily U.S., but we've helped people in Croatia get hired. We've helped people in America land a job in Europe, in Australia. We've had people transition that come from China here that now are consultants for large where, because getting a job is, it's the same thing, right? So what do you need, right? You need to know what you're targeting. You need to know how to get in front of people that can actually hire you. You need to know what to say. Convert those interviews to offers. And then you know how to talk about money. Doesn't matter if you live in South Africa, Russia, wherever you live, this is the job search process. So again, if you need help, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. There is many more things, but we could be here all day. I really wanted to just bring what we feel, right, are some of the trends and, well, they're not predictions. I mean, it's coming. These are coming. So we have given you the information. So it's about getting the information and then taking action on that information to improve your situation. Christina, anything else that you want to talk about today? No, anything I want to talk about should probably be whole separate episodes yes. talking about job search during holidays. I'm also interested to see, you know, what unfolds in 2024 in terms of inflation and salary increases. I looked at some data yesterday and you guys mm. are really, really excited about the money talk and predictions uh, just money talk in general, salary negotiation, not losing your offers, how to convert interviews to offers. Um, but I'll be interested to see what happens with the cost of living and how companies are going to keep up with that and what people can expect, you know, financially. But we have no really control over that. But I would like to see what's kind of being predicted. Blockchain technology. And that's on the list, by the way. I didn't Even... want to go down that rabbit hole yet, but. Well, we'll talk about it briefly. Soon you will be not be able to hide from anything because you will have a digital profile. And because you have this digital profile, you will have credential transparency. Blockchain, blockchain technology is going to be used to create a secure and transparent system for verifying executive credentials and qualifications. Enhanced trust blockchain is also going to contribute to increased trust in the accuracy of executive profiles and professional histories. Mm. Uh-oh, no more lying on resumes. So wait a second. Does that also mean your credit score is going to impact your job opportunities? I don't know. Maybe. Guys, you better get right. Get on over to LexingtonLaw.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, guys, we are we are committed to each week providing you with tactics and strategies to how to elevate your career, whether it's getting on more interviews, getting in front of people, networking, collaborating, getting your mind right, prioritizing your wellness. Hey, oh my God, there's just too much. There's just too much. That's why, mm -hmm. hey, we're committed to come to you once per week, right? To drop some knowledge on you, to help you in your career. Closing comments. This is Christina Madden. No, I'll see you guys next week. And I know I have some of my favorite listeners, which are our clients that will be heading on over to my mindset call starting in 12 minutes, which by the way, I had like the best compliment last week. They were like, how do you go straight from doing a podcast to doing this? I'm like, repetition, 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 getting, getting, getting comfortable being online. So absolutely. Hey, until next week, if you need help, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Have a great week, everyone.